Hello and welcome to the Igniting Your Dynamic Self series. I'm your host, Wendy Bjork, founder of HeartsWellness.com. If this is your first show with me, I empower women to see beyond the challenges they are navigating and inspire them to live in acceptance. As a best-selling author, inspirational speaker, and nationally syndicated columnist, my mission is to create massive ripple effects in the world as I share ways to simplify to wellness. Joining me today is Victoria Avila. She's an RN, owner of Victoria Avila Coaching as a holistic health and life coach. She loves helping people get back to wellness and stay in a healthy state for their mind, body, and soul. She believes it's all about making peace with your body. Mm. We're joining you today to help you feel inspired, informed, and empowered to take that next step forward. She has an amazing story to share, so let's dive in. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to talk with me today, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy, for having me. I feel like there are so many things changing and shifting at light speed in our world. People are realizing how important their health is compared Mm. to even a few years ago. What are your thoughts about that? Absolutely. I think with technology, it just speeds things up in the world. And we have to stay in touch with who we are because we can get lost. I believe we can get lost in it. You see people in their phone and immersed in their phones and just losing touch with communicating with others, kind of losing that sense of self and their anxiety increases. So we really have to teach people and make a conscious effort to stay conscious with our lives and be stay grounded as much as we can. Yeah, that is so good. People don't realize how easy it is to get grounded again, even if you're in a stressful state, just step outside for a few minutes, walk away from your work area or your desk, take a break for yourself, and you'll just feel so much better, you know, to finish your day to deal with your next client or patient. I think that's really important. I'm sure you teach that as well. Yes, I love it. I've been a nurse for almost four decades, specializing in the behavior health world. Working with kids, I um, spend a lot of time working with um, high-risk kids age 5 to 17 in, in a respite situation. So that means it's a least restrictive environment. Kids that just need a break from their parents or parents need a break, the respite time. And we teach them amazing coping skills about how they see themselves, cognitive distortion. I'm hoping that we can help them to change that trajectory, see themselves in a different light than maybe what they've been exposed to growing up. Some of the environments aren't aren't too good. A lot of abuse and just broken families. We see that all over. But um, these kids, I really feel like they're gifted and they have another chance to change some things and see themselves in a different light and to get back out into their mainstream and and do uh, the best, live their best life. That is so good. You mentioned there's kids as young as five that are coming in. If you can change them when they're five, that's even before all these beliefs really cement in. That's amazing. Teach them how to do do box breathing, simple little distractions, find out what their triggers are and how to cope with their feelings. We talk about their big feelings a lot and help them process those. It's really exciting to see them grow. Some come back, you get to see them at different stages. It's really fun, really rewarding. Oh, that's amazing. I know everybody deals with challenges. And when you're in the moment, you think you're the only person that's dealing with this kind of a thing. What have been some of your biggest challenges in getting to where you are today? I've always been a very health conscious person. I've always been 
a very conscious person. I didn't realize it growing up. All of my experiences have led me up to where I am today and helping people, reaching people. I suffered with an eating disorder. People call it eating disorders, um, prefer disordered eating. Where your mind is just really focused, centered around food and your body. It's a distorted body image, but it affects the way you perceive yourself and it affects your self-esteem, affects your confidence, affects your health. If people don't get in control of binge purge cycles or starving themselves or chronic dieting, yo-yo dieting, there's a high suicide rate high depression and really unfortunate effects. Almost it's 9% of the population, which is about 28 million people around the world. I can remember going back, thinking back in my life. I remember being in fifth grade and I had a best friend. Her name was Wendy. (laughs) I remember comparing my thighs to hers in fifth grade. Like my thighs were bigger than hers. I, I, I didn't understand that my bone structure was more athletic than her finer boned. I remember with a neighbor, we made contracts with ourselves. We wouldn't snack after a certain time during the day. That was in fifth grade. I was what, 11 or 12 years old. But stems way back to how I perceived my body image. You know, we have a lot of height in our family. We have a German background, English German background, but it's a different build. I always wanted to be smaller for some reason. I thought smaller was better. My mom was very thin, always had kind of a perfect image. I was always proud of her for being pretty. My grandmother was very tall. I can remember um, five, 10 and a quarter. I remember sitting in a conversation. This was in my adolescent now, in my teens, sitting at the table and my mom asking her how tall she was. And my grandmother responded, I've always been five, 10 and a quarter. My mom said, can you honestly say that without laughing to a teenager that's kind of still developing who I was? Now, here I am probably five, nine or five, 10 at that point. It made me feel like maybe there's something wrong with me. I always tried to be thin, a model thin. I didn't really understand that I had my body proportion, but it was this, this inner struggle. I started starving and binging and always on this roller coaster emotional Um, diet, starving, overeating, hiding my food, that shamefulness that comes with it. But now I knew that it was being prepared to help other people not suffer. I had to go through, understand where that all comes, where that all stems from. That's an identity and understanding we're made in God's image. We're masterpieces, accepting and loving our bodies as they are. When we reject ourselves, our bodies, we're really rejecting God who created us. I want to help people get off the scales, live a healthy, active lifestyle, live a really peaceful, serene life. That is so beautiful. And I assume you're on social media and you have a platform on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Uh I am on Facebook. I also have a a Facebook group, Happy Healthy You, Mm -hmm. um, which talks about making peace with your body. I I use the eight pillar approach to living a nutritious life. All these things work together to really live your best life. My Facebook platform under Victoria Avila and on Instagram, I'm happy, healthy, and free. That's pretty easy to, to find me. Great. Are there any last tidbits that you have for our listeners? If you ask how you can serve on a daily basis. It's been great having you on today, Victoria. And I will post the notes below where you can find her on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you follow her because she is doing amazing work and changing so many lives. Thank you everyone for tuning in. I'm Wendy Bjork with Victoria Avila. We will see you again soon. So much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.